A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. As we pursue the true meaning of Christmas, we've seen so far that God presents evidence that convicts. We uh, thought about the frame and its picture, didn't we? It's a picture, if you like, of the universe which God created into which he put his revelation. The star pointing to creation and the scripture, the quotation from Micah pointing to the Bible. And we saw, too, that everybody is convinced. But there is a second important truth as we look at how God does his great work in our world today. And uh, the reading for today, Saturday the 2nd of January, is Psalm 2, verses 1 to 3. This psalm was written about a thousand years before Christ. Here is what it says. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. This psalm is outlining the most stunning conspiracy theory in existence. It is picturing the nations raging in anger. It's picturing the peoples of the world plotting And uh, it's picturing a unity where the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. Now, if anyone was asked, what is the problem in our world today? Most people would, I guess, say disunity. But this is going deeper. It's saying, no, behind the disunity of our world is a unity. What is the unity that has given us the world in which we live? And the second Uh, part of verse 2 tells us it's a unity against the Lord capital letters that's God Yahweh or Jehovah the God who reveals himself to his people and this is interesting against his anointed or his Christ the Messiah and what are they saying as the entire peoples of the earth take counsel together united against God and his Christ what are they saying according to verse 3 let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. I've never come across a clearest description of uh, academic liberal theology. There is a picture of a world in rebellion against God. And you see the second great truth. We've seen that God presents evidence that convicts, but now we're seeing evidence that confronts. And if we were to go back to Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, we would see that this lovely, beautiful picture of the uh, wise men from the east following the star and coming to Jesus and falling down before him and worshipping him and giving him gifts and being warned by God in a dream not to return uh, the same way they came, is punctuated by objection, by hatred, by rebellion, by plotting, by deception. It first comes in verse 3. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. There is a pretty big group of people who are troubled. The word for trouble, by the way, means deeply disturbed. It means upset. 
It means stirred up in the strongest possible way. And then, in verses 7 and 8, we get Herod acting in a very cunning way. He was a very cunning man, the history book tells us. So he summons the wise men secretly and uses them to find out the information that will then enable and to get them to come back and report to him. Uh, And he appears to have succeeded in fooling them. Remember, these were wise men. But it looked like the cunning Herod, the crafty Herod, got the better of them at this stage and says, I'm going to come and worship him too, so you must let me know where this child is when you find him so that I can do that. And uh, we know from as the story goes on that when the wise men were warned, as they are in this reading, against going back to Herod, he is in a rage at being tricked and he goes and he has massacred all the infants under the age of two in Bethlehem. It's a story known as uh, the massacre of the innocents. You see there, Herod is absolutely murderous. So what we are finding in the reaction to this evidence that convicts, that absolutely convinces, is upset, secrecy, deception, deception, manipulation, and ruthless murder. Why is that? What is the reason for this? Well, that reason lies in verse 1, where it says, Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, they have to specify which Bethlehem, by the way, because there are two in Israel, in the days of Herod the king. You see, every time Herod's mentioned, he's referred to as the king. Again, in verse 3, when Herod the king heard this. What is the problem? Well, do you see what the wise men say? Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? Well, there can't be two kings of the Jews at the same time, can there? There is only room for one person on the throne of the king of the Jews. So it's quite clear that this is what has upset Herod. He is being threatened in the deepest possible way. We'll come back to this tomorrow and see what it teaches us, because it is a very important lesson. Loving Heavenly Father, please help us to understand this second great lesson of the evidence that not only convicts, but also confronts. Please make us wise in the truth of your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.